0: Happy Sabbath. Feliz Sabbath a todos. I'm so happy to be in the house of the Lord. I'm not going to read the announcement because they are right there, but I would like to take this this time to tell you about two stories that happens with this set that we are asking you guys to take one for you and share it with others. Now, I have not had a chance to put labels so they can have a place to contact, But you can also put yourself in it. I mean, you can put uh, information in there to contact the church if you want to share this with everyone. It's interesting. We send um, we send a box to someone in another state, and um, a a case of I think had um, twenty. And weeks went by and the person who was supposed to receive it, it didn't got it. And then later on, about a week or so later, the post office of that city sent a check and a letter to the sender, whoever sent that box, with $150 stating that the box arrived open, you know, broken, and all the employees loved this. That each one took one of the post office, and um, they didn't want to return it. So they are pay- They didn't know how much it cost. but they're sending $150 to compensate for the, for the, for the box. And and I said, you know, you know, God, when He wants to share, He does. He works. Another one, my sister was sending some uh, information, I mean, some, some boxes to other people, and, um, and when she brought this to wait and, and see, you know, how much it's going to cost to send each little box, um, the, the person in the post office saw it and looked at it. He said, may I see it? And he looked at it. And, can, I, can I buy one? And then my sister said, you can have one. It's free. And, um, and she was so happy. So this, this set has been, been spread out. And uh, hopefully each one of you will take one or two and, and give us a gift to someone else, to your neighbors. Um, to take three. Take one for the right, one for the left, and one from the front. You don't have to talk to the person. Just make sure the house is it's occupied because here in the mountains there's a lot of um, summer homes. But um, you just drop it on the door and then leave. You don't have to talk with anyone and share it with others. The, the only thing that I ask if you put, you handwrite the church and their phone number. And um, I, can, I can collect their, 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 their messages so they will have someone to talk to. And don't put them in the outside box because they, they kind of trash it. So what I will suggest is you put it in, in, the, in, the, in each book. There's little four books. Just put Crestline Seventh-day Adventist Church and then the church phone number. And um, just put it back into the box and just write a gift for you. Take it to the front door and leave it there. That's it. Not much. So please spread the word. Share with others the blessings that God has given us. And, um, because he's doing, God is doing his, his, his share, I mean his part. I don't know how, how should I say that. He, he, when we send things, he makes sure that the person who needs it gets it. And the whole post office of that city got the set. <laughs> and then, um, and then the, uh, one of the one in um, the Bumaan Got one because she asked for one. So there's a lot of people that you can share this with you and with you with them. And you don't have, if you're afraid of talking or you're embarrassed, don't worry about it. It's very simple. Just write the information in, put it back into the box. We have about 20 or 30 boxes out there. And then just take that box, put it in the front door of someone else, and then run so they won't see you. You don't want to be seen. Or you can knock, knock the door and tell them. This is the gift for you. Whatever you want to do, it, it's fine. Just share it with someone else. Okay? With that, I um, want to thank you again. Welcome. And may this day be full of blessings.
1: Good morning, church. Good morning. Happy Sabbath. Happy Sabbath. It's time for us to um, speak to God and invite him to our service today. And before we kneel to do that, I wanted to ask if anyone has a prayer request that I could mention in the prayer.
2: Elder...
3: Yes, I'd like to have prayer for our church family. And I'd like to have prayer for the Seventh-day Adventist Church as they continue their mission in the gospel. And pray for all of those who are in need of healing. And I'm thinking of Shalina and the Crowns family. So we need to continue prayers. And we just keep praying. We keep praying.
4: I would like to pray also for the, uh, everybody in the church. Uh, for my family, I was home alone. They were traveling in Spain, my daughter and my wife. So they're returning on Monday. But I also had a difficult time this week because one of my friends uh, passed away in the hospital from COVID just, uh, just yesterday. Uh, it was in Riverside. So my prayers for the family of Lorna Long.
2: Jenny and Jamie. Okay, Jenny. First of all, I have a praise that
1: God protected us and gave us safety and good weather and many other wonderful things as we traveled for more than three weeks and were home safely. Um, We did pass out a lot of great controversy as we traveled and uh, several to people that I had known in Michigan and had actually studied with. And um, so I wanna remember all the people that are receiving books and um, little glow tracks and that, that the Holy Spirit will impress their
5: hearts Yeah, Amen. yeah I, just wa- I just wanted to say thank you to everyone who has uh, remembered our family and their thoughts and prayers um, Shalina's at home um, she's able to do everything for herself so that's a blessing um, she's improving, um, it's really just a matter of uh, at times her memory, or kind of getting the right word, or um, more of the kind of subtle things that you'd expect, and and she is tired, so she's doing a lot of resting in this time of recovering. Thank you for remembering her and for all of your thoughts and prayers and support.
2: Thank you, ja- uh, thank you, Jamie. <coughs> I have a prayer request. It's sort of like a witness. I was going to say unspoken, but uh, we got inheritance from my aunt, but my work has been slow this nothing this past week, you know, I have weeks like that, but uh, we can't keep living off of all of Aunt Shelley's inheritance. It'll all be gone, and we'd have to move. And I'm just praying that the Lord would provide so we could still stay up here and live in Crestline. Thank you. Elder Dan.
5: I have a niece by the name of Madison. She lives uh, in Virginia. She and her fiancé are getting married later this year. Um, So we can keep them and their family um, as they join two families together soon.
1: I'm sorry. I'm not hearing everything he said.
5: Uh, My niece Madison is getting married later this year, and we need to keep them in our prayers. Madison. His name I don't remember. Thank you. I got it now. <laughs> <laughs> <What a sweetie.
2: laughs> yes,
6: um, introduce
2: me. I'm introducing Alicia. Thank you.
6: <laughs> she likes introducing people, so there you go. Um, I'm really happy to be here. I'm tired, I'm a little quieter than usual because I'm tired. Um, I work uh, for Loma Linda University Hospital and I work in the OR and three out of four nurses and SCRUB, um OR personnel are sick or they got COVID or they got an, some kind of injure, injury. So um, I'm not being forced to work, but I'm willing to work just to help out because we're closing ORs because we're so low in personnel. Um, I work in a COVID-free environment. We don't do cases for people who are tested positive. But I've been all this week. I've been going to the big hospital, and we do all cases there. So. I've been exposed, uh, and, and that's the main reason why three out of four nurses are sick with COVID in the big hospital, because we're taking everybody, we're doing surgeries and stuff. So, it's Loma Linda Medical Center. Yes, so uh, I just want to ask for a prayer for my coworkers, those uh, who are sick, and a few who are uh, of their families who already... Passed away, and um, this is uh, this is very unfortunate that we have this virus around us. But we still have to uh, keep working, and and I'm thankful that I was able to work more hours. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do the same thing next week. Um, I usually, when I work extra, I get sick, <laughs> so. Uh, like, not sick, sick, but I get, like, really tired, and I can, I don't function. Like, on my days off, I don't do anything because right. I'm tired. So, yeah, so I usually work 36 hours a week. This week, I worked 77 hours, so that's a lot of hours in wow. and, and five days. So if you divide that in five days, it's a lot. So um, I'm thankful that I have a job and that I was able to help in this other hospital. So, yeah. Thank you, Linda. Mary-Angele? Oh,
0: want hold I just want to um, ask my family to pray for my sister. Um, in her hospital, they made a mandate that everybody has to be injected. If not, they will be fired. So she left, and now she's looking for another job. So I pray that God will help her to find a better job because I know God always blesses and uh, give it's going to turn it for a blessing
4: I wanted to say that I shared with uh, Sandra Carillo the letter that your sister brought brought to me and it helped okay. so she actually she has a problem with v- vaccination not on many levels but just some allergies, some some reactions uh, so she wrote the letter your sister wrote the letter I gave it to her she and some of the co workers <laughs> were able to, to get of that mm-hmm. and still work
0: as a medical.
4: Well, in
1: her hospital, they didn't take it.
0: In her hospital, they In her hospital, they did not take it. They
5: they've been, they've
2: not given any no. no religious ex- exceptions they or exemptions. Oh.
5: yeah last week sam said that there was difficulty with uh, conflict between vaccination and uh, his supervisor so i was hoping you know if it's lord's will that he gets to keep his job so sam
2: sam oh Oh, this is sam
5: uh happy sabbath everybody Uh, i i also work
1: in the medical field and uh uh, we had to turn in exemptions, religious
4: or medical, and I turned in both. Um, uh, most of my coworkers got approved for their religious exemption, but because I'm on family leave for three months, I'm not able to find out whether I got approved or not. But it's okay. I'm not worried about it. It's all in God's all right. hands, and He's in
2: control. So, Amen. yes. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Sam. <laughs>
1: I wanted to tell you all that I think it's such a blessing that we can share like this and pray for each other. Um, in, we're a small church, and we're a very close family, and we can do that here. And sometimes in the bigger churches, um, we we know each other, but not like we know each other. And I, I, I think this is a great blessing for us, and I value it. And so, with that said, let's bow our heads. Oh, shall, uh, shall we
2: um, all kneel for prayer? Oh, you're right. <laughs> Thank you, Bonnie. Dear
1: Heavenly Father, we invite you to our services today. We've spoken to you once already this morning or maybe twice or three times. And we've asked that you stay close to each one of us in our individual prayers. And we ask you now to be in our midst, bring a blessing on this congregation, that this service will be to your honor and your glory. We have many prayer requests today. We pray for our church family and the SDA Church and the Gospel Commission. Also, for those who need healing, and we thank you for the healing that you have given. I ask you to be with Pastor's family as, he, as they are traveling, and be with the friend whose, whose family member passed away. Jenny is thankful. And we are as well for the safety and good weather that she had during her trip. And we pray that the people who received the books and the tracts or whatever was shared, the Holy Spirit will touch their hearts and that this this gesture will turn into a salvation. We are grateful for Shalina to be able to be home. And we know that she is still improving and that you are close to her and that we're asking that you continue to heal her body and help her to be whole. Linda is praying for a financial situation she has. There will be a time maybe where she might have to move And we're just praying that you would intervene in this family and help them so that they will be secure and be able to stay close to Crestline with all of us. Madison is getting married. You know her. And we ask for your blessing on this marriage and the family that's involved. This is our high Sabbath day a time when we're going to enjoy the Lord's Supper together to, to, to do what you asked us to do that we remember you as we do this and we're asking Lord that you keep us understanding the depth of this ceremony and what is happening and because of that we're so happy to be here to enjoy this to share this with each other and to share this with you Alicia has several coworkers who have become ill in her department and she's working many long hours and we're praying for those people who are who have become ill and we're praying for those families of those who have passed and we're thankful for the work that you give us all to do to continue. Mary-Angeli has asked for her sister's employment. You know you understand what had happened with her, that she asked for an exemption and was not giving it. But the blessing was shared with others, and the letter did touch the hearts of other employers we ask for a blessing on those and a blessing on Mary Angeli's sister that she will find a job for her and Clyde mentioned Sam's employment he's in a a similar situation of of unknowing what's going to happen with his employment but we know lord that you know the future and that your plans are perfect And we trust you and believe that you will answer our prayers because you have promised. If we ask in your name, you will do it. And so we do ask in the precious name of Jesus Christ. Amen.
2: Amen. Hear our prayer, O Lord. Hear our prayer, O Lord. Incline. To us and, and grant, grant us thy peace. Amen.
3: It's so wonderful to see all of God's people here together worshiping God and giving him glory. Now's the time that we can actually take part in this worship, and that is by giving our tithes and offerings. Now, we know that tithes are important to support the ministry of our church. It supports all of the pastors and all of those who are involved in our conferences. And so this important uh, offering is something that we all need to do, and the Bible's pretty clear on it. One place it says that where we store our treasure, that's where our heart is. And as we give of our tithes and offerings, we store it in heaven where there is nothing that can destroy, nothing that can take it away. So where your heart is, that is where your treasure will be. Also, the offerings, there are a number of offerings that we can give. We give to... um, Oh, there's a country, Venezuela, I think it is. We're donating funds there. And we should also remember as we give our offerings that the church has a mission gospel this quarter and it's going to the North Asia, places like Mongolia and I think South Korea. So let's remember this uh, mission offering. Also, we need to support the church and our our church expense, and anything else that's going to give God glory and going to help God's church here on earth. Let us pray to bless these tithes and offerings. Wonderful Heavenly Father, today we are giving back part of what you've given to us. We know, Lord, that everything we have and everything that we are is from you. You've given us every good gift, and your gifts are the best, so help us to show love for you and love for others as we give of our tithes and offerings this morning. All these things we pray in Jesus' name, amen.
4: Good morning, church. Happy, happy Sabbath. You know, as much sadness we have in this world, uh, the Bible tells us to have a cheerful heart. It's a great, great medicine for our spirits. Because of that, uh, don't judge me too hard, but I'm going to share with you two stories. One day a little girl is sitting in the kitchen watching her mom wash washing dishes. And she suddenly notices that her mother had several... Um, uh, several uh, strands of white hair sticking out in contrast to uh, brunette color. So she inquis- inquisitively asks, asks her mother, Why are some of your hairs white, Mom? And her mother replied, Well, every time you do something wrong uh, and make me cry or unhappy, one, one of my hairs turns white. Then uh, the little girl asked that question, Mom, how come all of the grandma's hairs are white? (laughs) A boy was uh, eating uh, uh, dinner, and he asked that question that you you don't want to answer when you eat, eat food. Mom, are bugs good to eat? Asked the boy. And the mother, of course, said, Let's not talk about such things at the dinner table, son. After the, d- the dinner, mother inquired, Now, baby, what did you want to ask me about? Oh, nothing, the boy said. There was a bug in your soup, and now it's, it's gone. It's too late. Um... I come from the country that was influenced by socialism and communism for over 70 years. In 1917, revolution happened and God was misplaced from the lives of the people, literally by uh, destroying churches and sending priests and and ministers to the uh, concentration camps. The first concentration camps were built by Stalin, not by Hitler. Uh, They were friends, of course, at some point of time, dividing the territories. And that's how Soviet Union got uh, Baltic countries, Estonia, Latvia, and and Litva, and some other territories before Hitler decided, oh, I I want the whole thing. I I want uh, the Soviet Union as well. And that was his mistake, because he was not reading the prophecies of the Book of Daniel. Right? He was... uh, not aware, I guess, that uh, there will be no more one kingdom that will dominate like during the time of uh, Babylon and other kingdoms. Uh, Napoleon did similar mistakes. He wanted the world domination. And so it's interesting that during the time of communism, uh, communist leaders would get together And they would say to one another, thank you, comrade, for whatever, service, whatever, right, speeches, thank you. Sometimes ovations would last for up to 20, 22 minutes because nobody wanted to sit down and stop because the KGB officers were looking who is going to stop and, you know, stop from clapping. Um, But did you know that they could not find another word? then what we have in the Bible, Russian Bible, to to be thankful. The word thank you in Russian is um, спасибо, which means may God save you. So imagine that every time uh, a communist leader would say thank you, it's uh, may God save you. It's unheard of. Let's Let's invent the world. But the Bible changes people's lives still. And not only that, the Bible also changes and influences our culture and everyday language. Sometimes we use idioms, sometimes we use uh, 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 expressions, Bible expressions, not knowing that it was said by somebody from the Bible. Uh, So I would like you to be involved a little bit. I will start this saying, and if you know the end of it, say it with me. An eye for an eye... A tooth for a tooth. What does it mean? Revenge. Revenge. It's not good, but that's how they lived uh, during the wild, wild west and and many other times in the history. Man does not live by bread alone. Who who said it? Jesus Jesus did. And he answered it to? He spoke with? Satan. Right? Okay. uh, Apple of my eye. eye. What does it really mean? Something important, high value, something I I don't want to lose. You know, if you lose one finger, you have nine more. But if you lose one eye, you are down to one more and you're blind. My my father... uh, uh, before he had a family, he was in the service in the Navy, and there was an accident, and he lost uh, four of his fingers. He never mentioned, he never complained, he never said, I cannot do something. I never heard of it. And yet, though, he didn't have fingers. I mean, it was partially, he had up to uh, just little small things. Yes, and uh, how might how the mighty have... By the skin of your teeth, pride comes before fall. There is nothing new under the sun. Sometimes we think that it, we live in, 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 the, in the worst time of, of human history because we live at the end. But there was another generation that lived before the end. And, and I don't think uh, we, we can compare much, but uh, it, it was so evil, so evil that God had to take some dreadful uh, measures. Um, for everything there is a season. A little birdie told me. That come, comes from the Bible. And what does it mean? A little birdie told me. So you cannot keep secrets, right? If you say, "Don't tell anybody," <laughs> it's it's like a phrase encourages people to tell someone something. <laughs> C I C I C I two I. It's when two people can see the same thing, harmony, see eye to eye. Can a leopard
1: change its colors?
4: And the answer would be no. He can try to scrape it. He can try to wash it. He can try to do anything, right? But the, the colors uh, of the spots are on, on the skin. So if you shave it, actually, uh, shave the leopard... It's there. And why he cannot do it? Because the mother and the father had spots. Right? Yeah. So how do, you, how do you get out of that situation? Be born again. You have to be born again in a different nature. Um, wolves in sheep's clothing. What's it, what is that about? The teachers will come, the the ministers will come, false ministers, teachings. Somebody will say, I am the Christ, follow me. Um, Pretending to be Christ or angels. Satan himself will impersonate the angels of light or Christ. A house divided itself. itself cannot stand. And that's something we discussed today. If uh, Satan wants to get uh, us divided and and to get rid of the church, it's the easiest thing to do is just to uh, divide the house, divide God's house. The blind leading the blind. What is going to happen to both of the people? And the love of money is root of all evil. Boy we like money. <laughs> How much people did for money. The love of money. Spare the rod, spoil the child. We kind of in the modern age we we step away from discipline, right? We don't discipline and I, I'm not saying that we need to spank the kids, but I'm saying, do we need discipline, some kind of discipline? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm sure I did, not, I did not have enough of that. Yeah. Fight the good, fight. 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 So biblical expressions. Uh, it's, I'm just, uh, I was spoken about a few of them. But so many of them, not only... So, so truthful, so, so important. But I believe that the Bible itself changed generations after generations of people. And without the Bible, we would have different morality today, different cultures. We would not sing those songs that people love. Even those people that are not religious, they love sometimes, you know, Christian music. They do. biblical expressions. Let's go to this uh, slide. How scholars explain God and mathematics, for example, that we have in the Bible? Well, here is Plato. Plato said uh, the existence of their own outside of human mind, so he believed in mathematical objects in numbers that exist outside of human mind and therefore discovered by man has been embraced by mathematics for centuries, then the second one comes Aristotle, and his viewpoint was uh, he sees mathematics as creation of humans by pure reason, so he believed that um, uh, you know humans created numbers and created mathematics in either case, both cases they keep God from the from the picture either. You know that it exists, uh, and you develop, or you, you see it as, as a creation of man. You kind of keep God a little bit away from it. So the main scholars, the view of mathematics is religiously neutral. That is, mathematics exists apart from God. How about biblical point of view? A biblical point of view... A biblical point of view, mathematics is based upon the fact that God, in Christ, created all things. So, before we discovered gravity, gravity did not exist? Yeah. No, it did exist, of course. We were, we were, we were walking, the, the moon was flying because of gravity, we were flying toward the sun because of gravity. Without gravity, we, the life would be impossible on this planet. Do you agree about it? But it was discovered centuries and centuries later uh, i i don 't know about that story about an apple that could be could be not factual story, but you know if you see something falling down it 's because there is a gravity, and it 's so wonderful and important to have gravity, so the same with uh, physics, science, mathematics, it doesn't prove God doesn't exist. It actually proves that something exists and and, and it's scientific, something that is logical, reasonable, not just simply by chance, but because of of something that somebody who designed all of these things. And that's what scripture says. He is before all things and in him all things hold together. In Christ are the hidden, all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. So biblical point of view tells, yes, we have mathematics and physics and all the science in the world, but it is because God created all of those laws that governed the the universe, including this planet. By the way, without gravity, what would happen to the seeds? You put the seeds into the ground. They would not grow down. The, the roots are not going to go down. They will go up or sideways. But because of the gravity, the seeds are growing properly. Okay. Uh, um, here is one expression in the Bible that um, mathematically doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense, right? Better to give than to receive. Let's say somebody is giving you huge sum of my, uh, money. What is better? To receive. Of course, to receive. From the world point of view, it's better to receive. Doesn't make any sense. But in the Bible, uh, or God Himself explains to us that it's much better for the soul. We're not talking about necessarily, you know, gold and silver. We're talking about when you give. Whatever you can give, time, you know, food, um, friendship, whatever you can give is better for you than when you just receive and receive and receive and receive. The king was a wealthy man. He received a lot of stuff. Even the queen right now in England, uh, they receive a lot of things from the people. But does it make anybody happy? More money or gold or silver? And so here is in the book of Acts and I have been in constant example of how you can help those in need by working hard. You should remember the words of Jesus Christ. It is more blessed to give than to receive. Okay. There is an expression. I like this expression a lot. In seeking happiness for others, you will find it in yourself. So true. Okay, let's go to the next one. And uh, I don't have it. (laughs) (laughs) So the next one is moving mountains. Moving mountains. That's slide number eight. Oh, okay. Moving mountains. We, we live here on the mountains, yeah. massive mountains. When you come closer and closer to the mountains, you, you see how small you are, right? Yeah. If you have something huge like that, you need to have an amazing, incredible force to move mountains. Of course, you can do it with time, excavating it, but that's not what we're talking about here. We are talking about uh, uh, a miracle, moving mountains in in one moment, an instant moment. So are we truly talking about moving mountains? We're talking about something that is impossible to do, seems to be impossible to do. And you know we have mountains... Who who needs to move mountains? We don't need to move mountains. But we have spiritual mountains. We have health-wise mountains, financial mountains, relationship mountains that we need to move. And basically the, the scripture says, if you have faith in Christ, it's not the faith that is going to move mountains. It's faith in Christ that is going to move mountains. So Christ will be moving mountains. It's not our faith. But by trusting Christ, it's going to happen. Um, Here is another one. Um, I wanted to go a little bit before one. Moving mountains, actually, we need to keep in mind that if we have this gift of moving mountains, um, gift of prophecy, uh, knowing all the mysteries in the world, knowledge, but do not have love, it's nothing. It's absolutely nothing. If you will have something on, 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 you know, on the monument, uh, on your graves, saying, these men moved mountains but had no love, <laughs> you accomplished nothing, right? right. I accomplished nothing. So love actually is the most important thing to have. Uh, Go extra mile. What's the definition of this expression? Go an extra mile. Go above and beyond what is necessary or expected. What was expected in those days that if you live on the Roman occupied territory and you see a soldier, any soldier could see civilian uh, citizen and ask them, to carry all the loads, all the weapons, which in those days were very heavy, right? And so uh, by the law, Roman law, if you refuse, you going to, you're going to go to prison or jail and, and maybe lose your life. So even though Jewish people and all occupied territories people, they hated Romans, especially soldiers, because, you know, it's brutal when there is a war, there is a rape, there is a lot of bad stuff happening. Uh, You know, you you, you lose lives also, maybe your loved ones. So the hate was unbelievable. They hated them. But if you are asked to, to carry what Jesus is saying, and what is it mathematically? You are asked to go for a mile, let's say you go to the store and, and your bill is $100. Do you give um, tips? And how much? 10% is probably okay. But if you, if, you, if you give 15% or 20%, it's better, right? And the kid who is working there or an elderly person serving, um, they, they don't have much. So you know that. And you're trying to help out. So, what Jesus is saying, not to give 10% more, 15%, but how much? 100%. Another mile, which is 100%. So, what Jesus is saying basically, give more than 100, give whatever you have 200, 300, whatever you have, extra mile. Here's another one throw the first stone. You probably remember Jesus uh, was approached by a group of men, Pharisees, who accused uh, a woman to be an adulterer. And it's a capital punishment that's supposed to follow. And Jesus was teaching about love, loving your enemies, loving sinners. So now he is in, you know, he's speaking one thing, and now they're catching him. Maybe he's going to say, Oh, go ahead, go ahead, throw stones. She, she's guilty. So the teacher of love and mercy suddenly is going to be in a situation where you have to, have to make a decision either to be on the side of the government, uh, Roman government, or on the side of religious law of the country that was uphold by, by religious leaders. And the woman was there. Did she sin? Yes? Where is the man who sinned with her? He was not in the picture. So we know it was not about the sin of the woman. It was about catching Jesus, trapping Jesus into, into this. And what Jesus did was so remarkable that you would not expect anything to happen like that, right? He starts writing on the sand. We don't have any writings of Jesus, but only on the sand, but in the future we'll see that. Somebody taped that in heaven, an angel uh, with a tape recorder, and so we'll probably see that. I would like to see that. But I can just imagine that if I would be there, my sins would be on the sand as your sins. And I imagine that those people who came prepared, they already were carrying stones there. They wanted wanted to do it right there, right right there. And why is it important, first stone, second stone, is it important? So um, the witnesses, you're supposed to have two witnesses always. In the case of Jesus later, they had those two false witnesses. But the witnesses, two witnesses, supposed to throw the first stones. So that means a lot of times if, if there is a death follows the first stone you, and you will be proven that, uh, that uh, you, you lied, now you're going to be uh, facing capital punishment because of the murder. So I imagine Jesus was writing, but especially the first people that, that he mentioned was probably the witnesses. By the, the way, it was supposed to be eyewitnesses. So Not going into these details, but they were supposed to see what happened. Uh, Here's what Mother Teresa said. Uh, If you judge people, you have no time to love them. I just love it. And forgiveness. Uh, Forgiveness is important. Peter came about mathematics, and he said, rabbis are saying we have to forgive three times, and then we 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 can retaliate, kind of. Three times is, is too many times. But Peter decided he wants to be better than rabbis who were teaching just three times forgiveness. He said, uh, how, about, how about seven times? Lord, often shall my brother sin against me and forgive him as many as seven times? He wanted to be better than rabbis. And Jesus said to him, not just seven times, but 70 times seven, which is 400 90 does it mean 490 times you forget and then 491 you you, you don't <laughs> no uh, jesus wanted us to see these numbers as as just perfect numbers you you forget perfect times many times once you forget people so many times it becomes a habit you became a, a person who do not judge people who forgives, who is merciful. And, and if you, truly, if you forgive someone 490 times, how can you not to forgive them 491 times? Gandhi said, an eye for an eye, would world will soon go blind. So you cannot just do the same what you receive, uh, Vengeance. And in marriage, the Bible tells us that two will become one. Again, it's not a good mathematic, right? Not good science. <laughs> one plus one is equals two. So how is that? Is that a mistake? Or what is that about? So what is that? Is that going against all the science, mathematics, all the laws? It's actually a perfect law for married people. You become one in spirit. You become one in your, all your goals. The way you spend money, you, you, you have to the, the agreement, how to raise children, when to go to church, when to eat, when, when, when to you know, help each other, care for one another. So the two will become one. And it's, it's just such an amazing picture of what marriage is all about. Same we can do with Christ, of course. Our relationship should become one in, in all we do. And Trinity is one that is very difficult to understand. God, uh, um, Jesus said, If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Yeah. And then he said, I am and the Father is one, yes. one. So how do you understand that three persons, one God... But three persons. <laughs> one it's the same spirit that God and, and Christ have, spirit of God. And of course, uh, everything that they do, they do together. Let us make man in our image, so in the image of God. Uh, I explain it sometimes to the uh, people that it's like water. Water has uh, different ways how it can be presented. It could be ice, could be vapor, and could be liquid. And it's still water. No matter what temperature you have, if you put it on the burner and evaporate, it's still water. It goes up, becomes rain, comes down, comes down. So, when you think about God, think about it's so close to being in one, but yet it's three different missions that is all put together for saving us. So, in all of these things that we've seen, like during creation and during salvation, all the three uh, persons are working closely together. You know? So, God sends the sun. When, when the son uh, was uh, going to heaven he said I'm going to send we're going to send the comforter the Holy Spirit and so um, it's actually better for us I, I, don't, I shouldn't say it but Christ said it's better for, for me to go and I'm going to send you someone who's, who's going to be with you f- uh, until the end but do I understand it fully I don't understand this But we will. We we will study God's love forever and we will study about God, uh, about His omnipotence, omnipresence, and all of attributes of God. This is the last expression. It's so fitting uh, for us to talk about it because we are doing uh, communion, celebrating what Christ has done for us on the cross. Without uh, resurrection, we would not be sitting here today. We would have no hope, no trust or faith in, in our future. But because of resurrection, and we know that Christ is risen, we know that it's going to happen to us. And uh, twinkling of an eye, what does it really mean? A in a moment. Good translation. So in, in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, at last trump. For the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall all be changed. I'm looking forward to that. How about, how about you? Amen. And you know, God is so good. He is providing for us, and, and He's thinking ahead of us every step of our lives. You know, uh, if we trust Him, if we have faith in Him, uh, this is going to happen. I'm looking forward, and I believe that we are so close to that moment. So close. So with that, I, I would like to say to you that as we think about the cross and about resurrection, let's think that this is what God's love is all about. Uh, God's love is sacrificial love. Without sacrifice, love doesn't exist. So the sin entered the world, and immediately sacrificial love said uh, in uh, Genesis chapter 3, verse 15, We will provide. God is going to provide for us a way and a chance. And today we are celebrating this chance to be back in God's family, reunited through Jesus Christ, and being uh, again adopted into God's family. And I'm looking forward when the image of God is going to be fully, fully restored uh, to what it was before the fall. Study your heart (laughs) prayerfully right now
5: and we are going to proceed. Let us pray for the bread. Jesus, as part of the Godhead way back, you made an alternative that if man would sin, that there would be a backup plan. You came down spent your 30 years and died on the cross for us. Thank you for shedding your body so that we can have eternal life. And I pray for that each one of us as we partake of these emblems of your
3: body that we get renewed in you. Amen. And I'm praying for the wine. Father in heaven, I pray that you will be with each one of us here. Help us to understand the best that we can what we celebrate when we celebrate the Last Supper. Lord, help us to know that you did everything for us. You gave us your son, and he died for us, and he bled on the cross. Lord, the grape juice or the wine stands for your blood, stands for the remission of our sins. And nothing else would have, would have been salvation for us. It is only through Christ's blood. It is only through His sacrifice. He's the unblemished lamb of God. So Lord bless us. Help us to clear our minds to think of you and this salvation that you provide as we partake of the bread and the wine this morning. Help us to always give you the glory, the honor, the praise, and the thanks. These things we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.
4: Amen. On the night of the Last Supper, it said that uh, Jesus Christ wanted to demonstrate fully the extent of his love. And on that night, And we usually celebrate that too. We, we remember that. Uh, but with COVID, we are uh, um, postponing that service to the later times when we'll have foot washing. But just think about it. God, as a servant kneeling down in front of you, humbly washing your dirty feet. And of course, by, the, by his blood, He completely washed us from all our sins. And he doesn't remember all of those sins anymore. Once we are forgiven, it's gone. It's it's history that nobody will bring back. It's in the deepest places of of the ocean. So today, as we think about that great love that was um, given to us, uh, that was demonstrated to us, um, let's accept Jesus Christ through these small but important symbols. These symbols mean so much more than, than we can think of. And um, God bless each one of us as a family together. We're missing some today, but uh, there will be time when in heaven Christ will join us for this. And there will be a banquet and a supper he is going to have with all his... Um, uh, disciples who are going to be in heaven i'm looking forward to that but i believe that christ is with us today in our hearts he wants to suck with us he wants to be eat eat and and drink with us too so i let's invite him through just our prayers silent prayers as you receive these emblems amen